My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're talking about with family and friends. Pop culture. News uh, headlines in the news. We talk about country music. We talk about concerts and trends. Current events plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Hello, Donna. Hello, Donna. Hi. My name's Donna, and I'm uh-huh. Caddy's wife. Yes. Um, okay, so we have no air conditioner currently in my store that I manage. And if you are a longtime pod listener, you may remember that last year I had no air conditioner in my store. It was about a year ago. two the, months. About a year ago, wasn't it? It was a year ago to the day. So what happened was last year we had a compressor fail, and in lieu of getting a new unit, we got a new compressor, which our unit is from Germany. It took forever to get the part. So got that done. The guy said at the time, it's kind of like your engine. You'll be lucky if you get a year, one year to the day, kapowy, no air. I work with like 15 majority boys, high school and college age. You know how when you have boys um, there was, I don't know if this still goes on, but like when Will was younger, Will's our 24 year old, they spread that ax all over them. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. It feels like a locker room. Yeah. Well, yes. So you're always like, you know, go lightly on the ax. You don't have to be heavy handed. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Me and Melanie, my friend slash assistant manager that I volunteered into working with me. Right. We have three bottles of ax and we keep them in our back pocket, we pull our shirts over them so the kids can't see them. And when they turn around, we spray them. And and you get what out of that? Uh, Just we don't smell bleeding? smelly smelly boy bodies. Oh, I see. So you're doing it to mask their scent. Yes, they're 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 it's wicked. Hundred degrees some days in there. I got you. So we have these huge industrial fans. They're not like, we're getting temporary air this week, which is actual air. But these are like big, think like Beyonce type blowers. Right in a video for single ladies. Yes. And we all love to stand in front of them because it's just hot. But also because you get that great Beyonce hair. So one of my kiddos, Jacob, told me the other day, he said, Miss Donna, I have seen more boobies and rear ends and underparts because the customers go and stand in front of them and they blow their clothes up like Marilyn Monroe. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so these boys are constantly trying to get the good-looking people in front of the fans. They're like, come over here and look at these polos. Did you see the Braves polos? And they've angled this cooler okay. All right. That's right in front of the polos. Okay. It gets worse. Last week, I'm working by myself. It's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. There's one other woman in the store, and she's kind of back in the back. This man comes in, he goes over to look at the brace polos. I'm doing what I'm doing. What, I look what, what over. Is, what is that? Just cleaning up. Okay. Doing whatever. Eating some Swedish fish. Straightening my bags. So I look over. Caddy. His hairpiece. No. Flies off. Goes under my antique blue couch from the Piedmont Driving Club. I don't even know what to say. I come out from behind the counter. I go get on all fours. So, f- finish your thought, and then a quick question from the panel. 
Oh, you're going to have plenty. I know, but I, I want to do it in segments, I think, because this is. So yeah. I reach under the couch, which is, it's, and while I'm under there, I'm like, is anybody like vacuuming under this couch? It's so dusty. Pull out the hairpiece. It's gluey. I'm holding I'm sorry, it in my it's hand. What is gluey? Gluey, sticky. Okay. This happens, it, this story's taking forever, but this literally happened within a three minute span. I turn around, I'm holding the hairpiece in my hand. The woman in the back who was looking at cologne turns around and says, oh my God, is that a squirrel? She does not. She does not say that. Hold on. Do you have a squirrel in your hand? Did you catch it with your bare hands? Where is, I'm the, like, yeah, yeah, uh, can we hit pause for just a second? Sure. Um, you're telling me that you have a fan in your store that, that produces enough BTUs. Yes. Uh, to 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 knock a man's hairpiece off of the top of his head. Yes, I have two, and they're industrial. They're called air coolers. So like eighty thousand BTUs or something. Yes, they're called air coolers, and you fill them with water, and you can get them at Home Depot. Right, there's an output you four hundred five hundred dollars window, right? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, uh-uh. that's These are bigger than those? that's temporary air. Okay. This is a huge, basically fan, but it's called an air cooler. You plug it in. You have to fill it up with water throughout the day, which that's a whole other issue. Okay. Because you have to bring a bucket out. And these kids don't understand that you can't just pour it in there and have it going everywhere. Right. So they are so strong. They will, you can't hear like when they're on and your people are standing in front of them. Okay. So what else? Um. Okay. So the man, the poor man, the poor man yes. who's, who's, who's hair piece was blown off by a fan in your retail store. Yes. Um, what is his first reaction when he realizes what just happened? And then what does he do to retrieve his hairpiece? He puts his hands on his head. Uh-huh. He looks shocked. Shocked, I imagine, I yeah. sprang out from behind the counter, ran over to where I thought it had fallen off. I thought it was on the rug because we have like a little seating section with the TV. Right. I It wasn't there. I got on all fours, felt under the couch, grabbed it. How far did the, the hairpiece fly? Not far, because the cooler is near the couch. Okay. What, what, so, so four, five, six feet? I'm not good at this. Okay. All right. What, what, not good at what? Gauging distance? Correct. In, in, in the four feet? Okay. Correct. All right. Um, all right. Another question. Uh, so what do you say to him? It, it all happened so fast. I'm like, I just got down all fours. I grabbed the hairpiece, turned around. The woman yells. I said, it's not a squirrel. He's just standing there. I gave it back to him. He kind of grabbed it from me. It was almost like he was mad. I would be. That, for what? Well, the, the, your damn hairpiece Well, down? I mean, I, I would be mad at you or your company, but I would, I would be frustrated maybe at myself. That okay. I didn't, I didn't, well, I didn't, that's I didn't, fair. I didn't tack it down well enough, you know. Or get plugs. Anyway, so I give it back to him. He's he's walking toward the door briskly. I, to exit, I would imagine, right? And to the leave. only thing... That comes out of my mouth because I'm so discombobulated. Oh, this is going to be good. Is, uh, w- would you like a bag? For his hairpiece. I don't know what, for what. I just, just came out, came out. Wow. And she comes up to me after he leaves and she goes, oh my God, I just made that so much worse. And I am so sorry. I just turned around and I saw you holding something brown and furry in your left hand. 
and I uh, thought it was a squirrel. Well, I was holding something brown for him my left hand last night. So just, I told our owner, and he told me, I have never in my life heard anything this insane. And I have heard so many things that have happened in the stores. Had he shot with you before? Was he a regular? No, he okay. came from the hotel. How about that? Hotel Avalon just uh, steps away from mm-hmm. your retail shop. How about he's that? not coming back. Why? No, he's not. He'll never. He, he's never seen Alfred again, I bet. It was mortifying. I bet. It happened so quick. And this particular woman shops with me all the time and came back into the store two days later to quantify and corroborate this store with Melanie, because who's my assistant manager, because it was so outlandish. She was like, did Donna tell you what happened? And I hadn't told Melanie yet. And she told Melanie and Melanie peed in pants. Mm. Well, we all do that. Another issue. We all do that occasionally. And uh, Joe Jonas is in the news. Uh, Joe Jonas, the Jonas Brothers. He, he's the, the, the oldest of the brothers, correct? Yeah. Correct. It's Nick and Joe and Leroy, I think. And, and then there's bonus. No, there's bonus Frankie. Freddie. Frankie. Joe. The portly one that's married to the non-actress. Joe Jonas is doing an interview. The topic was, tell us something, tell us a story that you have never admitted before uh, that you've never okay. told before that's a good morning show topic and it was a morning show yes. in australia he was on when the big reveal happened this week and his reveal was uh that he was on stage and 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 had a doo-doo in his pants and here is uh the clip from that show and uh, joe jonas this was i think about four years ago and let's just say it was a bad day to choose to wear white clothing you think it might be a little too it might have been a little something else a little something extra there's a wardrobe change halfway through the show and it maybe was a little bit like like, oh, that was an interesting choice to change clothes that quickly. So that's that's a story I've never told. And also, that's just real life. Uh, it was a light a light one. It wasn't, it wasn't a full, you know? What is the difference in a light one and a full one, do you suspect, Donna? Like, what would your definition be? Where's, where's uh, the, uh, how do you quantify one or the other? A full one is you're going to need a shower. Okay. A light one, you can maybe go about your day, but you're going to be uncomfortable. You know, started, he says, started as a little too, you know, and as they often do, these problems. When was the last time you uh, uh, not going there? Okay, for me it was yesterday. How about you? Yesterday, just yeah, yesterday. It happens all the time for you. Uh, headed to Sonoy and uh, just uh, I had some some pot liquor for lunch with my what? Uh, uh, some pot liquor with uh, my, my my fried pork chops and um, I just pot liquor doesn't se- it doesn't it's, it doesn't settle with me well. You know, it just kind of hangs there. What are you there. going to Sonoya for? Huh? I was uh, just going to a festival, outdoor uh, a sidewalk festival. Art festival, music festival thing. I had some pot liquor and just uh, did me in. Did me in. And I, I did not, for, for full disclosure, I did not have the toot warning. The warning of the toot. It just it just kind of just occurred. Just kind of happened. Uh, on the radio this week, Cadillac and Donna, 530 till 10, the Jacks on Atlanta's The Bear 925. We were talking about Jason Aldean, who uh, first weekend of his tour this past weekend was in uh, uh, Connecticut. And the entire nation has been under just heat wave advisories and Heat stroke type temperatures. And that's what happened uh, when he was on stage 20 minutes into his two-hour show. He just darted off stage. And so everybody was wondering in the crowd, uh, is there chocolate cake backstage? Is there uh, suddenly a, a swarm of yellow jackets that have uh, surrounded Jason Aldean? Uh, did he, he did he do-do in his Wrangler jeans? Okay, that wouldn't be the first thing I would think. I would be like, oh, my God. It would scare me. I got to be honest with you. if Because he's a he is a consummate professional. He's a pro. 
Sure. He's not like some snowflake that's going to walk off the stage. I mean, I would be afraid like. Danger of some sort. Yes. I got to be yeah. honest with if you. The that would darts, be the first yeah. thing that would come to mind. If the headliner darts off stage, you maybe, maybe you have, you, you, you wonder that, but, um, it wasn't, he, he didn't have a Joe Jonas, but we'll make that now. A, what would that be? A person, place, or thing? That'd be a, um, situation. Yeah. But it'd be a verb, right? Or a noun yes. or a preverb. I don't know. Proverb. No, not a proverb. Okay. Did you say a proverb? Jason Aldean did not have a, uh, he did not have a Joe Jonas. That's what I'll say now. When I do that, I'll say to you, hey, listen, I had a Joe Jonas today. You know, it was a, the fried green tomatoes at Lulu's Grill. Didn't do well with me. Didn't do well. Can I say something? Sure, of course you can. Maybe you should stop eating at all these meat and threes. You, you consume a lot of like fried vegetables. Food and vegetables yeah. and pot I'm liquor. getting my greens, though. I'm getting my... I love pot liquor. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. The comedy of Larry the Cable Guy. So you guys work together every morning? Yes. I mean, yes. Well, well that's good. Now, do you fight on the air? you get longer? We don't fight on the air. Some of our texts and looks in the studio can be a little... You know that look your wife gives you, Larry, where you're just like, oh, hell. Yeah, I know what Talking about Monday morning on the fair, 92.5. I was in Knoxville over the weekend to visit with our 20-year-old daughter, now 20-year-old daughter, Olivia, who is a rising sophomore at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. She's a vault. Mama's a Georgia Bulldog. If you're new to the podcast, it was a difficult drop in Knoxville that day, last fall. But she's doing fantastic, and she lives with a boyfriend, Jack. Well, actually, she doesn't. I guess she got a dorm. But how many, how many nights do you think she spent in the dorm last year, her freshman year? I don't know. Well, a half. A half, anyway. that's it. Uh, so, so I had to be at Landmore Speedway for the race, uh, the weekend before last weekend, uh, for, for, uh, NASCAR racing for the bear 92.5 wasn't able to see her on her birthday weekend. So I drove up, took him to dinner and, um, had a great visit and, and they're doing fantastic. And she's, she's working for the university this summer and, uh, looking forward to her sophomore year. I go back to my hotel one point to get ready to go to dinner. And at six 30, I turn on world news tonight on ABC. And the lead story, Donna, is there's a manhunt underway south of Atlanta. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Excuse me. God sorry. bless you. There's a manhunt underway now south of Atlanta. There have been four murders today. And I, I, I was stunned. I was stunned. It's like, wait, what? And I, you didn't have you know DVR in your hotel room. Couldn't rewind it, but I was just literally stunned. Hampton, Georgia is the home of Atlanta Motor Speedway. We were there just last weekend. Hampton, Georgia is a small town, probably 45 minutes south of uh, the world's busiest airport, uh, south of Atlanta, about 45 minutes. Very small town. Um, on Saturday at 1045 a.m., Saturday morning, 41-year-old Andre Longmore found himself in the Dogwood Lake subdivision and took the lives of Scott and Shirley Levitt, who are a husband and wife, Steve Blizzard, and Ronald Jeffers. He murdered four people in cold blood within 10 minutes and then disappeared and went missing for nearly a day. There was a massive manhunt here on the south side of Atlanta for Mr. Longmore, who was a, a veteran of the U.S. military. Sunday afternoon, about 24 hours later, uh, Clayton County Sheriff's deputies, along with uh, officers from every agency here on the south side of Atlanta and, and statewide, were part of this manhunt. Uh, they found him in Henry County, uh, again, South Atlanta. Exchanged gunfire. There was a shootout. Um, 
three officers were injured, all non non life threatening injuries, but they shot and killed uh, Andre Longmore. He is dead, but not before taking the lives of Scott and Shirley, and Steve, and Ronald, and it um it, it, a lot of conversation this week on the the morning show, okay, like Don of the Bear ninety five about about what happened, but 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 specifically about. Mental health and, and being aware of your mental health uh, check-in. You need to check in not only with yourself and your mental health, but uh, friends and family too. We we suspect we're going to learn uh, that, that Mr. Longmore had uh, PTSD or some sort of depression, or uh, we know that he did actually at this point. But 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 it allowed us to have that conversation on the radio this week quite 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 a bit, I think. Yeah, and we have a great organization that we partner with um, in Fayetteville, the Eden Project. And- the Eden Project, and this is specifically what they do, is they help veterans to sort of regain entry back into life. Civilian I would life. say civilian life, yeah. You don't want to say normal life, but, you know, I think people always think like, well, they come back um, and they're doing, they seem to be doing fine. I think these types of problems can crop up at any point with veterans, obviously with anyone. But there could be something for whatever reason that triggers something that post-traumatic. Um, right now, I don't think. Do we know that there was any relationship with the people that were killed? Uh, I don't think so. Um, he he was. Uh, his mother still lives in the Hampton area. Uh, he Which was, that's heartbreaking. He, yes, and, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna talk about that in a second. Um, he lived at some point here in Hampton as well. Um, Henry County Sheriff Reginald. Uh, Scandrit. This is uh, this is him at a press conference after uh, uh, Andrew Longmore had been shot and killed by law enforcement officials and uh, officers here on the south side. The citizens of Hampton County of Henry, the Metro Atlanta area, and the entire state of Georgia can breathe a little easy tonight. The suspect is off the street. We have a couple of officers that are injured. The most severe has been life flighted to Grady. He was hit in the rear of his back. He is conscious, breathing, and talking at this time frame. He led the press conference, though, Donna, by saying this. The monster is dead. The monster is dead. Nothing will ever take the hurt and pain from the loss of Scott and Shirley and Stephen Ronald, the four that he murdered. There's no doubt. I can't imagine. And their family and friends are forever going to have that hurt and that pain. Do you think that uh, Sheriff Scandrick was out of line to call him a monster? I flagged it. I did. And we ran that know. we ran that sot, we ran that audio clip, sound on tape, we ran that sot during the radio show uh several times on uh, on Monday uh and yesterday, if you're listening on upload day. I now question doing that. I think that he was out of line. Yeah. I think that it was very um Well But here's the thing. I think it was new at the time when he probably said that. I don't think that maybe they didn't know at the time that he was a veteran or what the situation was. I don't know. Not that that, again, we, we keep saying that doesn't give you any reason to no, it's not a, take no, a person's Of life. course not. Of course not. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, I, I know what you're saying because I kind of thought that too. It's very strong language, but he killed four people. And that makes him a monster. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying yes or no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm, Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
while you were in Knoxville this weekend with Olivia, our 20-year-old, we usually do something, as we've talked about on Sunday, we either do a dinner or we try to do a brunch. I'll be honest with you, I was hoping Will was going to choose dinner because I just, I have one day that I can sleep in. And I'll be danged that little boy that's 24 now. I told him to be here at 1030. He's coming up the driveway at 945. I'm in my pajamas. He should, I was coming home at 945 in the morning when I was 24 years old. Yeah, me too. Married kid. Well, Charlotte called him a grandpa. He doesn't have social media. She brought up something. He's like, I didn't hear about that. She's like, okay, grandpa. Here's the thing about brunch. Is brunch ever successful? Does brunch just turn into lunch? Because no matter where you go, you have to wait an hour. It could be Cracker Barrel. It could be the best brunch place in town. It could be the Waffle House. You got to wait on Sunday. Everybody wants to eat eggs. Where'd you wind up, where'd you wind up going? Cracker Barrel. You waited an hour for Cracker Barrel? We waited 15 minutes. We waited an hour at somewhere else. I forgot where. Why'd but you we go, wanted to try. Why'd you go two places? Because the wait was an hour at the other place. Oh, so you bailed out and went to Cracker Barrel. Correct. Okay. We had a lovely brunch at the Cracker Barrel. Okay. Anywho, during our brunch... Will brings up the fact that he is thinking about getting a dog. And I will say, he wanted my advice, which is very sweet. He was like, I want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, oh, my God. Am I going to be a grandmother? Please, Jesus. Can you imagine? No. He was talking about a dog. And, you know, you don't want to immediately jump out of the gate with what's going through your mind, which is this is a horrible decision. So you sort of let it play out. And what I've learned to do instead of saying, well, that's not going to work because you work from eight to five. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's talk through this. He's like, okay. I said, what time do you go in? 8 a.m. What time do you get off? 5 p.m. See, you let the person answer the questions. Okay. So I may do this to you occasionally, Cadillac Jack. Wonderful. So you should pay attention. Okay. I I always am. I'm right here. Right here beside you. So I said, well, what are you going to do with the dog from eight to five? Well, I might bring him with me some days in the truck because he works a job where he's out doing a lot of stuff, hands la- hands on labor and meeting with customers and all this stuff. Really proud of him. Right. And I said, we got to leave the truck on because you can't leave a dog in a hot truck and you can't bring a dog into the people that you're going to either talk to about working for or working for's homes. And he's like, yeah. And he can't afford doggy daycare. And quite honestly, the type of dog that he's interested in, unfortunately, and I know what's going to happen. People are going to write in. I'm not making a comment about the breed. I'm just saying a lot of apartment complexes do not let people have these dogs. A lot of doggy daycare facilities do not accept these dogs. So you're just sort of making it another level of difficult. Even though he solicited for your advice, do you suspect that he will take it? He said he's thinking about it. He's really thinking hard about it, you know. About what, though? About whether or not to adopt him? Is he, yeah, whether or not it's a good idea. To get the dog. Yeah. And here's my fear. You know what it is. What's going to happen to that dog? Uh, it's going to wind up eating all his furniture and staying in an apartment all day. Well, no, or oh. coming where? Uh, to live with us. Yeah, yeah that's no, not happening. No, no, we don't need the kitty cat from uh tj maxx parking lot in noonan i do need that little kid no cat. we don't need the kid cat nor do we need a, a dog i'm a grown woman now i can yeah. decide who i'm going to adopt but i just 
you know, and this always happens when you have a child, like a grown, like a growing adult, there's that moment where they always want to adopt an animal. Olivia and Jack adopted a second cat and didn't tell me forever. And I personally don't care as long as you can take care of it, but it's a big responsibility It is, and it's expensive going to the vet, you know, and I just said to him, like, you can't leave a dog housed up all day. You just can't. But you know they're going to do what they're going to do. Well, but, but but is it fair to say that we all make decisions that are irresponsible when we are in our early and mid and late 20s? Is that not the time Absolutely. to do it if you're going to make a mistake? Now, there's a there's an animal at, 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 at stake here. Yes, and I think that's where I have an issue because, I don't know, I just, I don't want him to make some, like, sad decision because of it. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. I almost said to him, here's your sign, and shot him a bird, but I didn't, because I'm just not that kind of woman. That's I'm really not. Classic. That's I'm classic. not. They're folks just like you. What happens to you, Cadillac Jack, when you Wait, eat Charleston cheese? Let me tell you something. There's some sort, something angry happens in my belly, between my rooter and my tutor, when I have a Charleston <laughs> shoe. Not a person I can think of that I would wish that you would be with me when I smell the way I do when I have a Charleston shoe. <laughs> Monday morning on The Bear, 92.5. Cadillac Jack, my second act is the podcast top 100 every week in the two categories that uh, we are assigned by Apple Podcasts. First category is entertainment news. Second category is music. Top 100 real estate every week. Thanks to your loyalty for uh, nearly three years. Season one, episode one, S21, January of 2020. Three months before the pandemic hit is when we launched Cadillac Jack, my second act. We've never charged a penny. There's no subscription model. There's not a, a credit card of yours that we have on file. It's absolutely free. Our ask in return for that is that you share the podcast with three friends or family members or folks that you trust or people you think that would enjoy the podcast. Husband and wife just bickering about uh, everyday things. And wow, mm. you can't get enough of that. You can listen to the radio show now. Cadillac Jack and Donna mornings, 530 till 10 Eastern. Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. It's a free app to listen every single day. Two episodes of the podcast, five radio shows. You just can't get enough of the Jacks. Simple search, Apple uh, App Store, Google Play, The Bear 925. The Bear 925. Donna, give me a big old growl. Brow. There you go. 530 till 10. The Jacks. The Bear 925. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. What kind of furniture do you need? They, they got it. Whatever it is. Every room in your house. Great furniture. Great prices. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Same location. 40 plus years. Gallery Furniture. 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. It's Donna and Donna. It's, it's Donna, the Donnas. Donna Jack and Donna from Gallery Furniture. It's the dual Donnas. Yeah. Well, my um, this other Donna, who's my friend, and also just a great business owner in Gainesville, has so much furniture right now. If you stalk Instagram, which I do, and you look at the Gallery Instagram, which is, what is that Instagram, Cadillac Jack? Uh, ask for Wolfman Furniture. Ask for Wolfman ask Furniture. Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Um, you'll see some amazing pieces. They put up some great photos. And these are not like, you know, the photos that furniture places put up that are like the brochure stock pictures photos. that yeah, they like get. The yeah, stock photo. Yeah. This is actual furniture sitting on the warehouse floor ready to go. So if you see something and you like it, get in your car and drive up there because chances are she still has it sitting there. Now she can deliver it to you. She can set that up for you or you can take it with you. And there's very few places right now where you can get really good quality furniture and take it with you. Yeah, still a lot of wait time. A lot of wait time with the supply chain 
challenges. Uh, but at Gallery Furniture, you can do either. Uh, strap it on the top of your, your Civic and take it home that day. Find it on the showroom floor. Uh, they also offer uh, several different financing options to suit any budget, including this one. Guaranteed financing if you have six months on the job in a checking account. That's it. That's all Donna needs to get you guaranteed uh, financing. Guaranteed financing at Gallery Furniture with six months on the job and uh, checking account. That's it. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. The website, askforthewolfman.com. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Pritchard, Gainesville. Our thanks to Gallery Furniture for their support of the podcast. Also, Awesome Alpharetta. Come play while, stay while in Awesome Alpharetta. Awesomealpharetta.com. Fayetteville Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. FayettevilleFordGA.com. Brightmore Hospice, Brightmore Healthcare, Griffin, and Atlanta's hometown airline, Delta. Eric Church has a new interview with Rolling Stone magazine that's going to be published sometime soon. He addresses his performance at the CMA Music Festival back in June in Nashville. Uh, we talked about his performance uh, you know, every night at the huge stadium where the Tennessee Titans play football. In downtown Nashville, they have massive concerts with just artist after artist after artist after artist for four nights, Thursday through Sunday. Eric Church played Saturday night. Uh, he was the final artist of the night. He was like the headliner. He played, uh, if I recall, Donna, maybe half an hour. But the, the, yes. the songs he performed were, were remixes of songs that, that he was kind of just tossing out there and just seeing the audience reaction because these versions of these songs, these retooled Eric Church hits, uh, the way they heard them at the CMA Music Fest back in June are the way people are hearing, including yourself, Donna, in Charleston recently, when you see Eric Church on this new tour. Absolutely. I mean, Drink in My Hand had a very reggae vibe, but it was great. No complaints here. So the, the performance at CMA Music Fest was a precursor, if you will, to... Uh, the current tour that Air Church is on right now. In the Rolling Stone interview, he addresses the fans that were upset with this performance. And if you recall, we saw video. We talked about this in a recent episode back in June, right after it happened. Uh, there were there were fans and, and CMA Music Fest ticket holders that were just uh, frustrated, maybe, and, 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 and didn't know what was going on because they were new versions of Air Church hits, and he only played for maybe 30 minutes, if I recall, maybe more, maybe 45 uh, but there were a lot of people that were just running for the exits. Uh, I think that's fair, right? We saw the video. Yeah. He addresses the whole story in the interview with Rolling Stone magazine. He says he was shocked. He was shocked to learn that there were fans that were disappointed with the performance at the CMA Music Fest back in June. I mean, are the number of songs or was it the remix of the songs? That's what I'm trying to figure out. When Eric Church walked off stage at CMA Music Fest in June, he had no idea how polarizing the reaction would be to the set he had just performed. Some fans, perhaps expecting a show of note-for-note hits, were confused by Church's jammy, soulful readings of singles, deep cuts, and even a little feet cover for good measure. Others were irate. Church says he was shocked. I was shocked because I played the show that I went out there to play. We had a time slot, and I went out there to play that slot and try to show a little bit a peek as to what I was working on for this tour. I'm not going to reveal everything, but I'm going to give a little uh, peek of what this could be. And then there were a couple of production things that I was not responsible for. When the lights went up at the end of the set, that wasn't me. But for what I went to do, it was fast and hard, and the shows are that way. He did a seven-song set at Seaman Music Fest. Yeah. Um, Which is pretty standard for that slot, right? 
yes, yeah, you don't do full blown you don't do full blown shows because they they'll have like six artists every night. So if everybody did a full blown band show, uh, it'd be six hours, eight hours long. Yeah, it's I think maybe happen. it's a miscommunication that people thought maybe they hadn't been there before and they're church choir members and they're thinking they're coming to see a whole concert. It also could be because it's Eric Church and people think, listen, he's not going to go out there and just play five songs. You know what I mean? He's going to stay out there He'll and keep playing more. and keep playing. He loves the fans. He'll give more. Yeah, and but I that's, that's just not, don't think that was in the cards. Well, there's probably a curfew, too, of 11 o'clock. Right. I would imagine, like there is uh, in, in most cities. It got to 11 o'clock, and after that, you cut a check. And CMA Music Fest doesn't want that uh, that bruise on on their brand and reputation in Nashville, as active as they are in, in Music City. And Eric Church doesn't want that either. Uh, Eric right. Church, uh, on fans' outraged reaction to his CMA Fest performance, quote, I was shocked. Rolling Stone uh, issue coming out uh, next week. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network, production assistance for both radio and podcast. From Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta, tune in to Donna and Caddy, Caddy and Donna the Jacks, 530 till 10 Eastern. Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. Download the free Bear app and listen from anywhere you are. Search for the Bear 92.5 in the Apple App Store and Google Play. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. 